Do you want a podcast but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. You are listening to the Podcast Starter Club. Fair warning. In this episode, we are going to go deep and talk about one of the most complicated things in starting a podcast that can be confusing and is usually misunderstood, even by the most seasoned podcast producers. And that is understanding what your RSS feed is. RSS, what is that? RSS, otherwise known as really simple syndication, is the code that enables your listeners to find and subscribe to your show. Typically, your podcast host, the place where you upload your recordings, manages your RSS feed, but it's still possible to do this on your own. But I wouldn't recommend it given how complex it can be and so easy to mess up. Trust me, I know this from experience. For more than a decade, I have left managing my RSS feed to my host as one of the many benefits. So, is your RSS feed important? Absolutely. Without one, technically, you don't have a podcast. The key to understanding what your RSS feed is and why it's so important is that it's the connection, the lifeline between you and your listeners. Without it, your podcast cannot be served to your audience. Without it, you're just an audio archive. And an easy way of thinking about it is to consider the difference between the forces of push and pull. An RSS feed enables you to push your episodes to the subscribers of your podcast versus having them pull or individually download each episode, which would be a pain for them. Once a listener subscribes to your show, it will be automatically pushed to their podcast application of choice. And since it's a well-accepted standard, once it's submitted, your podcast should arrive pretty much the same, whether it be via Apple or Spotify, Google or Amazon. In fact, there are many other podcast players beyond just the big ones. And as long as they're all using RSS, they will all pretty much work the same. Although the design and the interface and the additional features you may get might look different. Why do you want to own your RSS feed? Well, as I explained, your RSS feed is what podcast directories and players use to syndicate your podcast. Without it, they can't list you. And as a result, your listeners can't find you. Essentially, as I've said, it's the lifeline between you and your audience. But it's more than that. Your feed equals your audience. And without it, you are without one. So if you decide to switch hosts and you don't own your feed, your audience will not automatically go with you. Essentially, it's like starting over. You have to ask them to resubscribe through the new host. Here are some other reasons why it's important to own your feed if you can. If you don't own your RSS feed, you are at the mercy of the company that does. So what does that mean? If they decide to move away from podcasting or go out of business, so does your feed. Say goodbye to your audience. If they decide that your topic, point of view, or your opinion is in conflict with their company, they can cancel you at any time and there's nothing you can do about it. While most podcasters don't worry about this because their topics don't go in those areas, I can share with you that the winds can quickly change so you never know. What's safe today might be different tomorrow. 
And if you own your feed, it's your feed. And even if Apple or Spotify decides to cancel you, you still have your audience. Yes, it would be a hassle for them to find you on another platform, but you still have them. If the host owns your feed, they own your audience. Let me say that again. If your host owns your feed, the host also owns your audience and what they can do to them. For example, the host can insert advertising whenever and wherever they like, even if the advertising is not aligned to your values or theme of your podcast. As I said before, you are the product, not the customer. So you have very little leverage in this situation unless you own your feed. Also, your domain name will not be part of your podcast URL. For example, you can have a website for your show, but the actual URL for each episode will include the domain name of the host, not your domain. While this is not a deal breaker for everyone, if you want to be in total control of your brand, having another company in your URL is a missed opportunity. If you use a free platform, can you still own your RSS feed? Surprisingly, yes, but it does come with some limitations that I've explained in last week's episode about free hosting. While you will not own your feed if you decide to host your show with unlimited platforms like Anchor, Acast, or Red Circle, if you pick a free plan from a podcast host provider like Podbean, Buzzsprout, Libsyn, or Spreaker, you still own your RSS feed, but it comes with some serious limitations in either how much you can download or how long your episodes will be available, how much bandwidth you'll receive, which means how many listeners can download your show, or how much time you can use on their platform. It all depends because all the services are a little different, so you'll need to do your homework if you decide to go this route. Is it even worth going the free route? As I said last week, sure it is, especially if you are uncertain or just want to try podcasting out without making a big investment. But if you are really serious or you have plans to grow your show and you want to start on solid ground, pay for a podcast host and own your RSS feed. You don't need all the bells and whistles at the beginning, but owning your feed is the one thing I'd recommend, especially if you want to grow. Trust me, you'll be happy that you do. The alternative is really a headache. I know this personally. So do I own all of my feeds? Mostly yes, but I do keep some super secret podcasts on Anchor and other platforms like it, just so I know what's going on with their platforms. And do I get listeners to those shows? Well, every now and then, yes, but not so much, but it's worth it. And what are those podcasts about? Well, maybe I'll tell you in a future episode because it's really not that important right now. My intentions are not to grow those shows, but to experiment with those platforms. But I can share with you, maybe there's some conversation about eating tacos or traveling in Mexico or something like that. So once you have an RSS feed, what do you do with it? Well, that's the best part. There's not much you have to do once you've set it up with your host. And if you have a great host, they will take care of everything and will have a web page or a control panel as part of their service where you can fill in all of your important details that are captured by the RSS feed, including things like your show name, your show description, episode title, show duration, links to the actual audio files, 
links to your show's artwork, your name, your email, your show's categories, which tell the directories where to place you, copyright info, and all the important stuff like that. So once you have all this information filled out with the host, they will take care of everything and share with you a special URL that is actually a pointer to your RSS feed. For example, I host with Captivate.fm and my RSS feed is https colon forward slash forward slash feeds.captivate.fm forward slash podcaster starter club. I don't expect you to memorize that. Captivate makes it really easier for me to submit my podcast to all the major platforms. In fact, you can do it from one page on their website, but that's what you get with a premium service. And I'm a busy guy, so the time it saves me is worth it. But some hosts don't provide the same level of service and expect you to submit your podcast to the other directories on your own. And when you go over to those directories, the first thing they'll ask you is, what is your RSS feed? And it's simple. You just copy and paste what the host provides you if you don't remember it. And that's what you'll need to make your submission. For example, if you want to submit your podcast to Apple, you would go to their free service, Apple Podcast Connect at podcastconnect.apple.com to do so. And once you enter your Apple ID and password, it's easy as pie to submit your podcast as long as you have your RSS feed ready. You just copy and paste in the box. Easy, right? Sure it is. And if you don't own your feed, you have to depend on the company that does to submit your show for you, which sometimes they do. But as I've said before, you have very little control what happens to it after that. So it's worth owning it if you can. Remember, it's the lifeline to your audience. So why wouldn't you want to own it? Wow, amazing. We spent this entire episode talking about a boring line of code that is so important. And if anything ever goes wrong with your podcast, as in your files are not showing up or you're not being properly listed in a directory, it's typically a problem with your RSS feed, not your files. And let me tell you, while all of this episode sounds a little complicating, it has come a long way over the years and it's a whole lot easier than it used to be to manage your RSS feed. And it will continue to be easier. So don't be scared. If I can do this, so can you. And if nobody else tells you this today, I believe in you. You can do this. So go out there, start your podcast. And if you run into trouble, you know where to find me in the Podcast Starter Club Facebook group, where you can interact with me and all of the growing community members. If you want an invitation to our private group, click on the link in the show notes or just search for Podcast Starter Club in Facebook. We'll see you there. So with that, we come to the close of another episode of the Podcast Starter Club. Thanks for taking the time to listen. If you like the show, make sure you follow and subscribe in your favorite podcast application. And if you really like what we're doing here, please like, share, and leave a review so others can find the show. I really appreciate it. Closing credits. Theme music is used with permission from Streambeats. The Podcast Starter Club is a not-so-media production protected by a Creative Commons share-alike non-commercial license. 2022. All rights reserved. Technical notes. This episode was recorded using the FeeFine K658 microphone, recorded directly into Audacity, and edited in Descript, and hosted on Captivate.fm.